This is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We've been wondering for days what the future would hold for both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Tom Brady let us know today on social media he's walking away from the game. Amazingly, I think that answers one of the remaining questions about what's next for Aaron Rodgers. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Hear me out, HD. I, I don't think, let me let me say this loudly. I don't, wait, uh, Harry Douglas, are you, are those instant noodles? What do we do? Like, what is it about the third hour of this show that makes Harry Douglas go out there and just figure out where to get your lunch, man? Like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm telling you right now, that's the hour where Harry can go rogue at any moment. What, because these, I start to get hungry. What, you, he's got like cup-o noodles, right? Like you got cup-o, <laughs> what flavor of cup-o noodles are you, are, are you going to slurp those cup-o noodles? Let's be while serious, what flavor? I'm black, man, chicken. Okay, okay, that is fair. Don't I, be I playing mean, with me. I, I, I'm not sure that's a thing, and I'm not. I, I have a bag of Funyuns, and I also okay. have a Mr. Good Bar, too. So, to be clear, the former NFL athlete, who, yeah. by the way, looks like he could still just get in his Speedo, maybe a thong, and just walk out on the beach and be like, ladies and gentlemen, now, I, don't know if I, fit, I don't know if I can fit in the Speedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Speedo Douglas over here is eating his <laughs> cup of noodles, his Mr. Good Bar, and his, and his Funyuns. Yeah. I'm over here doing Orange Theory like every day. Because you're I'm, rich. Because I'm rich. And then I'm, I'm, I'm eating protein bars and protein shakes and drinking water all the time. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh God, maybe I can finally get in clothes that fit. And you're all like, I'm taking care of myself and you're just sitting back with Funyuns and Cupo <laughs> noodles. I, I mean, my God, what flavor Funyuns? Just regular or like, did we got like a like uh, a sour cream I, and onion Funyuns? I thought, it was, I thought it was. I thought it was only one flavor. Don't like, they make the different regular, flavors of Funyuns? I don't know. Like, I don't. I didn't think so. I think I it's just a yellow so. bag. Is it just one flavor of Funyuns? One fla- okay, well, but he, but here's we'll the catch: right. Trader Joe's has a version of Funyuns that's healthier for you, and they make those in different flavors. Remember that chicken fajita I that Trader I ate Joe's yesterday? Because uh, cash, cash. So the <laughs> chicken fajita I ate yesterday. No lie, I came in today, and the first thing I did was I went in there and I bought three of them. So I ate three of those as soon as I got here, and I ate a blueberry muffin and a banana. Three burritos, a blueberry muffin, a banana, a cup of noodles, Funyuns, and a Mr. Goodbar. Like, when's the last time you had your heart checked, dude? Like, I'm starting to worry about you. Like, you know, that's a lot. That's that's a lot of junk in your body. You, you, all of a sudden, you start you start getting healthy, and then you're looking down on other people. Start, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, you're like you're supposed oh, to man, encourage me, not talk, not talk down on me. I had my physical today. You know what the doctor told me? Doctor said that I got the blood pressure of a teenager. <laughs> What's your what's your body fat? Uh, I don't know. I I, I you know, genuinely when I, don't when know. When I played, my body fat one year was two percent, the other year was like three percent. Oh my god! I don't know. I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. I'm not weighing until I finish this body transformation challenge thing in Orange Theory. So I'm giving it two months. At the end of the two months, I'm gonna weigh in again. Then I'll let you know. I will I will publicize the body fat loss there as long as it's good. <laughs> By the way, there's seven flavors of Funyuns. Look at C. They are. Yep. Funyuns. Funyuns chili limon. Funyuns flaming hot. Funyuns ghost snack rings. Funyuns oh. steakhouse onion. Things oh. nobody expected. The white guy telling him that there's flavors of Funyuns. Funyuns with wasabi <laughs> and the wavy Funyun. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we get back to Aaron Rodgers. Hear me out. Like I don't think I don't think ego is a bad word. 
I, I, I genuinely don't. I think it's gotten a bad connotation. So a lot of times when we hear somebody say, well, he's got an ego, I think pride in what you do is okay. And, and wanting your moment, wanting your shine, I think it can be okay. All of it's within reason and with context. So when I say ego gets in the way, I don't always mean that in a negative way. Sometimes like ego gets in the way for good reasons and for rightful reasons. Let me say it that way. In my mind, if there was any chance, any chance at all, that Aaron Rodgers was going to walk away, and this is just me, like I don't know Aaron, but if it was in my in my mind, if there was as any in retire, chance, walk like, away, retire. He's like, you know okay. what, you guys aren't going to trade me. I don't want to play here. I'm going to retire. The the retirement of Tom Brady makes that absolutely impossible because I can't imagine any scenario where any quarterback that's had the career that Aaron Rodgers has had would want to go into the Hall of Fame the same year as Tom Brady. How does it feel going into the Hall of Fame knowing that you're going in as the second best quarterback in your own class? Not a chance in hell. But Aaron Rodgers is going to come back no matter what. We know Aaron Rodgers wants the spotlight. Spotlight. We know. Uh-huh. He's an individual. He doesn't want the attention off of him in a moment like that. So to share that with Brady, the same quarterback that everyone says, if he was like Brady, this, 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 or that would happen. No, it's no way in hell Aaron Rodgers is going to go into Canton with Tom Brady, who has seven Super Bowl rings. Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl ring. Tom Brady went to ten Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers only went to one Super Bowl, even though it was on the path of taking out my 13-3 Falcons team. Mm. I hate you, A-Rod. <laughs> I just think like it it makes sense in my mind. If you're Aaron Rodgers now, you want you want to keep playing and you want to keep playing somehow some way some no matter what because you're not going to take the chance that you get lumped in with a Hall of Fame class that right by the way I, I think we're pretty pretty sure. I mean, you never know how these things play out, but it seems like JJ Watt and, and Tom Brady are going to be wearing gold jackets on the same day in 5 years and that makes a lot of sense for both of them. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers would want to be lumped in with that when he can have his own, you know, moment with his own class and really be that person whether it's next year or whether it's in a few years. So now you got to look at it and say, okay, well, we've mentioned this. There are plenty of teams that were in on Tom Brady, at least according to rumors. Not sure he was ever in on those. And so that raises the question, you know, of what all of this means for Aaron Rodgers. And frankly, a very simple but real answer from Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider, who this morning was on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on ESPN Wisconsin. You know, we love that whole crew. This is what Shefty said about what all of the, this Brady stuff means for Aaron Rodgers. So if he had played you think that those would be one of the places that he might wind up, which would be one fewer spot that Aaron and the Packers would have to choose from. That's it. I mean, whether you consider that to be a factor on Aaron Rodgers or not, there's now one more chair in this quarterback carousel this offseason, whether that's for Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr or whoever it is, right? One fewer team now has an obvious quarterback solution. Now, one of those teams, and we touched on this yesterday, were the San Francisco 49ers that a lot of us were leaking Tom Brady towards. Knowing what we know now, the extent of the injury of Brock Purdy, we still have a lot of unknown with Trey Lance, still a possibility Jimmy G can be in that situation. But if you're the San Francisco 49ers, do you now try to do everything in your power to go get Aaron Rodgers? Yes, but what are you going to have to give up for him? Because we, the concept has been draft picks, right? You get players. But, but yeah, you'd have to go players because the, the 49ers first round draft pick, the 30th overall pick, belongs to the Denver Broncos. I would take their players over the draft picks any day. But we got to remember now, this yeah, is a team. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. And which had solid play offensively and defense, defensively across the board. 
and they've been able to hit on their, you know, third to seventh round draft picks as well. So I would take my chances more so with the players than I would with the draft picks, hoping that players pan out. Yeah, I mean, that actually makes sense. And you don't have the luxury necessarily of uh, having any sort of draft pick equity that can get that. That's one of the things, you know, we were talking earlier with Diana, Diana and you and I were, you know, discussing the Raiders situation. Uh, multiple reports earlier were that the Packers would want at least two number ones for Aaron Rodgers. Are you giving up the seventh overall pick in this year's draft for Aaron Rodgers? Like, are you giving up the chance to take a young quarterback? To acquire one that will help you win today, because I, I I don't I don't know the answer to that. I think it's I'll really be honest with you. I, I I think because I don't believe the Raiders can win the Super Bowl, and you know I know I go back and forth with you about not wanting Aaron Rodgers being there, but I I am I am also on the side of you know what let's get a young guy in there and groom him and, and continue to build your team out, mm-hmm. versus you know just your salary cap getting ate up and losing draft picks because you want one guy. In which you're not going to go to the Super Bowl because you can't play damn defense like that. Right. That's the thing. Like, it really, when you, this is what we got to remember about Brady to the Bucks. Brady to the Bucks made a lot of sense because it was a really talented roster. It was a really good defense with a bunch of weapons, right? And a good offensive line and a coach that he respected the hell out of. And all he had to do was come in and be his standard to that team to show them what he wanted to do. Brought a couple of buddies over with him that really supplemented the roster. And bam, you got one of the best teams in the NFL. Well, you're not adding uh, Aaron Rodgers plus one or two buddies and making the best team in the NFL out of most of these teams we're talking about. There are only a handful of them that are in that conversation, which is why it makes sense to go to, let's say, the Jets. It's why... It makes sense to go to the 49ers. You know, it's why it makes sense. It doesn't make sense to go to a team like Houston. It doesn't make sense to go to a team uh, that's bad, right? He's got to go someplace. For Aaron Rodgers, he now has the opportunity where clearly, and I'm not saying he wasn't already, but it was debatable. Clearly, Aaron Rodgers is now the biggest fish available in this pond, right? Like, if oh, you he's going to look- eat this up too. He, oh, he loves this now. It, it, yeah. Tom Brady's retiring. Oh, he, he's going to eat this up. He's going to play this up to the max. He's going to continue to just stretch this and stretch this and stretch this as he can, because now he, he, in perception, holds all the cards. I don't know that any of that changes the fact that Green Bay doesn't have to bend. That's the one part of this I'll keep saying until I'm blue in the face. Green Bay does not have to do anything. And we perceive that they have to do anything because they don't want Aaron Rodgers to walk away and just be stuck with nothing. Well, right now, if I'm the Packers, knowing that he'd have to go in the Hall of Fame with Aaron, with with Tom Brady at the same time only gives me all the more reason to play chicken with him. You know what? <laughs> cool, dude. You want to retire? You want to be the second best quarterback in your Hall of Fame class? Good luck with no, that. No, and, and, and so many other words. You want to screw me? I'm going to screw you yeah, yeah, on I the mean, back end. This, this only gives more opportunity for the Packers to turn around and be like, nah, we're good. We're not going to move you unless it's a perfect situation for us, too. That is a complication in this. In the meantime, everybody else is going to spend all day. ESPN is spending all day showing you every highlight of Tom Brady's career. They're showing you all the great moments. You're having to relive things that made most of us miserable as fans day in and day out. We're going to let you take over the show. 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 Not with your favorite Tom Brady moment. Anybody can do that. No, I I'm asking you for the moment that Tom Brady ripped your heart out, the moment Tom Brady made you cry, the moment you realized you weren't going to
going to be a Tom Brady fan even if you respected the hell out of him. Let's respect the greatness by respecting the moments that he made all of us realize that our love of football was failed. Uh, the, the, the greatest hurt that Tom Brady's caused you or your favorite team. 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 You guys weigh in. Take over next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry the podcast. Tell me about Tom Brady, the quarterback. What are your strengths? Well, everybody tells me I have a pretty strong arm, which is which is good. I'm pretty accurate with it. Pretty good work ethic, so so I think I get the job done. And the victory of the Super Bowl Super Bowl championships. What are you willing to give up to be the best you can be? In the end, my life focused around football. Fast forward 21 years. Fox win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, you are the GOAT. I think we knew this was going to happen tonight, didn't we? Don't let the door hit you. I'm kidding. It said with so much respect. Tom Brady, he gone. He is retired today from the National Football League. And we're breaking it down in a different way. I'm Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM channel lady. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You guys, stacking up the phone lines. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. I'm not asking for your best Brady story. I'm not asking for why you love Tom Brady. Anybody can do that. I'm asking you for the moment that he ripped your heart out. I'm asking for the moment that you're like, oh my God, Brady. Again, Dane tweeted me. Top number one, tuck rule. Number two, tuck rule. Number three, tuck rule. I might have a little bias to this whole conversation. I'm, uh, Harry, I'll admit that. I'll admit that. What happened with the tuck rule? Yeah, well, <laughs> there was this fumble that was a, it was a fumble that all Sorry of a sudden- Sorry to antagonize you. I swear to God, if he was in, if he if he was here in Bristol, I wouldn't do anything about it. But I talk a big game. All right, let's get some calls in. Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Danny in Tampa, give us your best in Tampa. Giving you, give us your best Brady heartbreak moment. Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. Today is the day. I'm originally from Rhode Island, and back when Tony Eason was there, and this whole thing with Brady just blossoming over 20 years was you know the guy's humble the guy's he's not a showboat and for me personally i know it might be tough for you guys you guys are big time show guys but for us guys down here you know we never meet these guys but we feel some kind of affection for them and when a day like today comes it feels like a death and that might be weird for you. You might be laughing and mocking or whatever. But for a lot of people, today is like a death because we'll never see the Tom Brady that we've known, that we know. Now, you guys know him different. But how we know him, we don't, you know, we're never going to see that again. Rita, Rita, 318 hut. We're never going to see that again. And it's hard. <laughs> and it sound, might sound hard. It might sound, you know, yeah, I know, but. That's how it is for us, man. That's that's it's tough, man. It's really hard. It was really bad last year with when I mean, you never heard a peep about retirement and then last year there was that. That really hurt. This was kinda like okay, last year was like a warm up. This 
but it still hurts. You're not going to see him out on the field anymore. You're not going to see those avalanche comebacks and, you know, the, the Super Bowl of all-time Super Bowls in, against Atlanta, 28-3. to three. I mean, come on. It, it's just magic, and it's hard. And- Look, Dan, and I'll say this, Danny. First and foremost, Harry and I have jobs doing what we do today because people care that much. So mm-hmm. there's never going to be any – like, I do what I do today because I grew up such a huge diehard Raiders fan that I wanted to change careers so I could just talk about football. Like, that's how much I love football, and it grew into all sports. But, like, I got here because of my love of a team. I understand, uh, you know, for, for some fans – you know, that you can look around and say, man, that this breaks your heart. But the one thing that's different to me, and, and you understand this as a different level as a player, but I got to say this real quick. Like, I, I think for me, my mindset's never been around a player. Like, I love a player when they play for the Raiders. When they don't play for the Raiders, I wish them luck, but I, it just doesn't hit me that way. So I, I can't relate to what Danny's talking about because it's, it's not – Tampa Brady is different than New England Brady. Like, Patriot Brady fans already had to go through this this breakup. So I, I, it's, it just hits different for me. I, I don't play – I don't feel any particular NFL player and never have in my entire life. And I love the NFL so much that I have tattoos of the Raiders on my body. So, like, I just I, – I hit it different because I, I care about teams. All right. So, let's go to JTT in Montana. JTT, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got? Hey, guys. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks for having me. I have a pretty different perspective from the last guy, I'll say. I was a wee child, eight years old, when the greatest show on turf was Lightning on TV. And when you're from Montana, you don't really have a dog in the race. So you get to pick which team you like, and the Rams were just something special. You know, I wanted to be a receiver. They made it to the Super Bowl in 01 and thought had it in the bag. And Drew Bledsoe's not there. Who the hell is Tom Brady? And he just ripped my guts out as a kid. And almost 20 years later, went through the Jeff Fisher days, some low times as a Rams fan, but stuck with them, and I – I thought with everything in me, despite knowing Tom Brady, how he is, how he operates, that we had a chance with Jared Goff in the Super Bowl, that it was our year, you know, to get revenge and all that. And what did he do? He made that last drive down the field, uh, epic, historic, and just put the knife through my heart once again. So that's all I had to chime in with. Appreciate you having me. No, thanks for the call. I think that's that's what makes Brady unique and, and speaks to his greatness. He's There's that many fans that have been just – Hit by a moment. Let's go to Christopher in Connecticut. Christopher, nice for calling the show, man. What you got? What's your Brady uh, memory here? Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Um, I'm probably on, uh, like, the last caller. Um, I'm a Colts fan. Grew up, uh, I can't really say grew up. I guess I was uh, 13 years old when I watched, you know, those Peyton Manning, Tom Brady games. So, of course, I was cheering against them for years and years, but that's, that Atlanta Super Bowl killed me. When he was down twenty-eight to three, I was, I was talking with the Colts buddies. We were having such a great time, and then we, we began to think, what if he came back? That's it. Uh, I'm like, done. We, That's, we, it. We, <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, That's oh, it. That, that is the last oh, time now that Harry- we're gonna have anybody call in and bring back memories to me that I don't want. Oh, oh. That's it. 
all this time, Harry's been talking all this shade about a tuck and refusing to acknowledge that it, it was actually a fumble. And uh, you know what? It, that 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 was snow and officiating and a bad call and all of these other things. Yours was just a, you know an offensive worst, coordinator. The worst part about the it, though, the worst the worst part about it though, Fish, is that I wasn't even on the Falcons. Then I, I, I was on the uh, Titans. But I was so close with so many guys on the Falcons team. I hosted a Super Bowl party at my house. I had Patriot fans at my house. I was talking so reckless to those Patriots fans at my house. Literally talking crazy to the point to where they were about to leave at halftime. My mom texted me and said, I'm nervous because it's Tom Brady. It might not be over. And I was like, nah, mom, nah, I'm 28, it's 28 to 3, 28 to 3. And lo and behold, Tom Brady brings them back. I still remember the corner for the Falcons, last name Collins. They picked on Collins all day long. You found They found the fish, and they went fishing there every time they got an opportunity. They ran the same play, just got to it in different formations, and towed Collins' tail up all day long. I'm sorry, I had to get it off my chest. No, I feel it. I feel all the way. You can always talk to me, brother, uh, brother Douglas. I got you. All right, Fitz and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together, so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or one eight hundred Progressive. Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We're appreciating greatness by you know, frankly, just uh, acknowledging the moment that Tom Brady ripped your heart out and made you hate uh, having to watch. Tom Brady play. That's the epitome of greatness. We will take more of your calls coming up next. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. To have the opportunity to run out in front of 90,000 fans and play a game that I love, you feel this vibrancy to your life when you go out there. And, you know, it brings back the most amazing memories in my life. It's a love that Kobe had for basketball, that Michael Jordan had for it, that Tiger Woods had for golf. Football is my first love. I'm forever indebted to the game. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel Lady. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. God, the sweet, sultry sounds of Chicago reminding us all that Brady's gone. He's gone. He's out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tom Brady announced his retirement today from the NFL for the second time, but this time we think it's real. Can we make a deal, Harry, for the rest of our lives together on this show? Mm Mm-hmm. If Brady comes back and then retires again, we're never doing this again. That's the only thing I ask. Like the standard is the standard. This is the one time that Fitz and Harry will ever do a retirement send-off day around Tom Brady. Never again. Can we agree on that? Well, no. There are circumstances. No, there are not. You don't get listen. this multiple times. You just listen. Okay. You just listen, listen to Coach. I'm listening okay. to Coach. Go ahead. Go, go, go. If Brady comes back out of retirement for a second time and he goes on to win a Super Bowl, don't care. No, see, you don't care. I do. I, that's massive. That's big. 
So now he gets to ride out into the sunset. So now the narrative is different, more so than it was last year, or more so than it was this season. All right, I'm just going to take those 48 hours off. That's like like mental health leave or something. What, Evan? What? What if he comes back with the Patriots and him and Bill win a Super Bowl together again? Like, see, don't put yourself in a box. Talk about that, Fitz. No, don't put yourself in a no, box. You don't get it. Like you don't get to throw your retirement party three times. This is the second. Uh, yeah, and we shouldn't have done it then. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't sitting in front of a microphone back then. We can be better now. I like, actually this, think I think Favre retired four times. Like he retired, went to the Jets, <laughs> retired, went to the Vikings, retired, went back to the Vikings, then retired, and and. And no, this is more okay. times than we should he, even talk he gonna, about. That. He gonna really be retired now, little yeah. thief. Yeah, 100%. I I wish him luck in his new retirement villa somewhere. Uh, Let's go to the calls. We're going to retire him. Don't worry. 888-729-3776. We're not asking for your best Brady memory. I'm asking for the moment that Brady tortured you. I want your tuck rule. Evan mentioned it earlier. He's a Jets fan. He threw out a moment where the Jets were just poo-pooed all over by Brady. That's what I'm looking for. A moment that respects greatness because you knew you were getting your ass kicked and it broke your heart. Jeremy in Missouri, what you got on Brady? So my deal with Brady is uh, I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, lived in the center of the state. So when St. Louis came to town, I hated the Rams. Just absolutely hated them because I felt like they were stealing Chiefs fans. And then they started having success. So that first year they went to the Super Bowl, I cheered so hard for Brady to beat the Rams. And if only I'd known what they were going to do to my Chiefs going forward, I never would have cheered for Brady the way I did if I'd have known that that's how it was going to end up. (laughs) (laughs) I like that, Jeremy. Jeremy, that's an MVP moment right there for Jeremy. Let's go to Travis in Virginia Beach. Travis, what you got on Brady? What's your memory? Man, I can't stand Tom Brady. The uh, one, the the tuck rule thing, and then everyone does it. I I was wondering, do you think the blemishes on his uh, career – being the deflate gate and also the uh, spy gates and things of that nature. You think that's going to uh, hamper him uh, getting into the Hall of Fame with the allegations that were against him? Not a chance. <laughs> I, like, what? They won't even have a conversation. They will say, ta, and that's all they'll get out. Ta, like we have no idea what the rest of the word is. It's just going to be ta, and then all of a sudden he's going to get a unanimous vote. When he is eligible for it, they won't even. Go ahead, Evan. I will say, I think Belichick, there is more of a conversation about those sorts of allegations when he's up for the Hall of Fame than Brady. I think Brady goes in right away. There's no conversation. The guy who is in charge, the head coach in Bill Belichick, who had a worse relationship with the media than Tom Brady, I think there is more of a question and conversation with Belichick. Evan, can I ask you a question? What are you eating? Yeah. I mean, Evan, do you have a you cup of noodles on? back there? Like, what so are you it? snacking on? Evan? I had a snack like a while ago, and then it, like, it, it Evan, we just, asked you one question. My, what are you eating? It was a Slim Jim, and it was caught in my teeth. <laughs> so as I started talking about Bill Belichick, I had food in my mouth, but I didn't have food in my mouth when I started talking. There are there are portions. <laughs> I was of the a world, Slim Jim. <laughs> there are parts of the world where people don't eat for like days and they make it through. This show doesn't get fed every forty five minutes, and suddenly the entire <laughs> Devin's like Devin. <laughs> We don't, know. don't lump me into this. Well, I don't know it. You could have spilled a whole meal on your shirt for all any of us know. It looks dirty, crumpled yeah, up that, and that, re- that wrinkled shirt that you have. Up went to, all right. Let, let's go to John in Virginia Beach. John, save the show. John, if you're eating a Slim Jim, we're going to hang up on you. Puck, give us your best Brady memory. <laughs> he dropped. 
Oh, John. John just hung up. Now, you know what? Slim Jim John. That's his new, uh, that, that's, uh, that's the. Uh, thanks, that's, thanks for not wanting Evan to be great, John. his name wrong. It's Josh. Oh, it's Josh. Well, Josh. Josh. What whatever. are you doing, Evan? Yeah. Josh, go ahead. Eating. What do you got? Hey, I love the show, fellas. Hey, so uh, uh, a funny call from Jeremy there. I'm uh, born in Long Beach. I'm born in Long Beach. I've been a Rams fan my entire life. Greatest show on turf era, 2001. Brady beats the Rams in the Super Bowl. Almost 20 years later, McVay era, he turns our team around from what was it? I think it was a four and twelve to uh, eleven and five. The following year, 17 years later, we make it back to the Super Bowl and lose again to none other than Brady and the Patriots. And Josh. we were the highest scoring offense going in that Super Bowl, and they held us to three. That was a punch in the gut. Josh, really <laughs> quick though, Josh, really quick. You say you're from California, right? Yep, Long Beach. What, what's the best thing about California? And I hope you say the right thing. What's the best thing about California, Josh? Best thing about California? I would say quickly, it's quickly, down Friday every day. Oh, Josh, that was your moment to shine. Uh, well, thanks, Josh. You, you, I don't know what was your answer going to be there. I have a very different answer to the best thing in California. <laughs> Josh blew it. The, the answer that you have. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 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 selection of edibles. Is that, just was, that was the perfect <laughs> moment for Josh to shine, and he blew it. Oh God! All right, uh, we'll get back on the rails. Maybe sushi also is delightful out there. What does every team who thought Brady might be playing for them next year do now? We'll break it down team by team for you next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Tom Brady being able to decide. I think that's the best way. When you can decide, when you can say, you know what, I'm going to walk away from it, versus having this game push you out the door and tell you you're too old, you can't throw, you can't lead anymore. I, I think it's better to go on your own terms versus, you know, someone coming down, we call him the Grim Reaper, and tapping you while you're at your locker. Hey, man, come come meet with Coach and, you know, the GM. You know, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and let you go. I, I think it's better to do it your way versus someone else's way. Three hours later. Brady has said goodbye to the NFL and hello to Fox in the next chapter of his life as the GOAT walks away for the second time. This time, though, this time it's permanent. Maybe. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. There are plenty of teams that thought that Tom Brady might be their starter, or teams that thought that team fan bases that thought, like Harry, I can't say this loud enough, 
If you were banking, if you as an organization were banking on Tom Brady to be the starting quarterback of your football team next year and you didn't have a backup plan in case this happened, I think that's pretty irresponsible. I have a hard time imagining the 49ers, the Raiders, the Jets, the Colts, the, the Dolphins, anybody that's in, that's had any inkling of a Brady conversation. If they put all their eggs in that basket, knowing what was going on in his life and knowing the decision that was up ahead of him without sort of having a backup plan, that would be absolute stupidity to me. Yeah, it would be. But that's also why I would say, you know, these general managers, these owners make so much money. Team presidents get to get, uh, have the luxury of making what they get to make on a, on an annual basis from from a salary standpoint is because you have to have backup plans and not just one. You got to have a multiplicity of backup plans. And I, I will continue to bring this up, Fitz. We've seen what happened to the San Francisco 49ers this season. That's living proof that you better have, you know, other other horses in the stable or other plans that you may want to follow if one doesn't go through because you never know what's going to happen and transpire throughout a season. It's it's all about the plan, right? And when you hit the offseason, and, and one of the things that's nice about Brady deciding this now is it allows everybody to start to move forward if that was part of their plan, right? Like he could have strung this out in fairness. But see, that's that that's that's the, that's not his mindset. Doing it now is why we appreciate and why we love Brady. See, that's the difference between a Tom Brady and a Aaron Rodgers, once again. Aaron Rodgers will string things like this out for as long as possible. Tom Brady, let me go ahead and get it in the weeds right now so I'm not holding these teams hostage and they can move on with their draft picks or free agency in which they want to build their teams. Yeah, I think it, it speaks to understanding that everybody's waiting, you know, and, and look, nothing can rush a personal decision for any athlete. And you talked about it earlier, Harry, but like when, when it was your time to walk away from the game, certainly you wanted your space and your time to make that decision. I respect the hell out of anybody deciding that quickly though, because if you're the 49ers, if you are the Raiders, if you're, and if, if you're the Washington commanders, teams that might be in the market trying to figure it out. Also remember one other thing. The Derek Carr contract, as currently written, uh, it, there's an option that picks up three days after the Super Bowl that guarantees a bunch of the money. It would be ideal for the Raiders to be able to trade Derek Carr before that kicks in for many teams. That would be advantageous for a lot of people involved in this. If that's a path they're going to go down by making this decision early, a team that might have thought they were on the outside of that sweepstakes, a team like, let's say, the Jets that might have been putting some eggs in that basket, could now turn around and say, okay, now I know the timing of that one quarterback is out. It allows me to focus on a guy like Derek Carr right now if that's what I want. And that's a smart way to do it, though, Fitz, because I think when you, when you go into it with not that mindset – you're basically messing over your football team. You're messing over the organization. And it also shows that you're not prepared for every scenario, period, that may, that may come up. We've mentioned this before, and I know anything's worth it if you win a Super Bowl. But our last two Super Bowl winners before this year, the St. The, the Louis, good Lord, the L.A. Rams uh, have turned into an abject disaster. And the Buccaneers now don't have a quarterback. They're $50 million over the cap. They let Ooh. a bunch of their staff go. It's like they won the Super Bowl, and now they're doing what the Miami Marlins have done in the past. You win the Super Bowl, or you win the World Series, you rip the thing apart, and you see if you can rebuild. Like You want to know the worst part? What? Blaine Gabbard is a free agent this year, too. <laughs> they have one quarterback on, on the roster, Kyle Trask. They have one quarterback I on mean, the roster right now. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC South at this point? If you go up and down the list, like uh, the the Panthers don't have a quarterback, the Buccaneers don't have a quarterback, the Saints have Jameis and Andy. I see Dalton. you, Desmond Ritter. I see you, young Buck. 
Come out there and shine, baby. I, mean, I see you, Desmond. Yeah, but that's a little bit like me walking onto the basketball court and being your best player. Like, unless we're playing a bunch against, against a bunch of fourth graders on a four-foot rim, it's not going to help you much. Like, Desmond Ritter might stand out there, walk onto the court, and be the best. But, like, unless unless you're playing against the fat kids in dodgeball and you got a grown-ass man on your team, it ain't going to help you. Like, well, that's what's happening here. Why Desmond you gotta Ritter, do, I mean, to do that to my young guy, man? Why do you have to do that I to my young guy? I loved Desmond Ritter in Cincinnati, by the way. Like, absolutely loved Desmond. I would love nothing more than to see Desmond Ritter develop into a superstar quarterback. That would be absolutely incredible. It would be a good story for Desmond. It would be great for Cincinnati. Cincinnati's proven they put a bunch of people into the NFL. They've shown that that wasn't a fluke what they did get into the college Watch football Watch out playoff. for those Falcons. I'm telling you right now, once they uh, release Marcus Mariota, I think they're going to be up there maybe top five in cap space and being able to bring guys in free agency this year. Plus, I believe they have eight or nine draft picks. Ooh, I'm looking for great things for my Falcons. Are, are you really, though? Like, I mean, do you think the Falcons quickly turn I said around? what I said. You're not going to okay. change my mind. I mean, I, I, All right. I, 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 are, are, are you really, though? I, mean, yeah, I said what I said. As of right now, the Falcons— And Fal- I said it with my chest. As of right now, the Falcons have the second most cap space going in. $56 million. That's, you know, mm. obviously $90 million. Well, it, it'll, be, it'll be more than that, though, once they release Marcus Mariota, Yeah, too. Once, they get rid of, once they get rid of Marcus, yeah, they're going to get another, looks like, $12 million. So, yeah, the Falcons can go out and spend money on mediocrity like everybody else does on uh, free agency. Look at me throwing <laughs> shade. I'm throwing shade on everybody else, but let's be very clear wow. about one thing. Whoever the Raiders sign at the beginning of free agency, it's going to be a perfect signing that results in Or tremendous... they can just miss on draft picks like they always do or recently have done. You know what? That's not even funny. Uh, Harry and I are going to be doing the digital draft show together as part of a large crew, and I've already told the bosses I'm bringing a bottle. And if the Raiders draft pick goes wrong, <laughs> I can't promise I'll still have a job the next day. I'm just going to start pouring <laughs> drinks, and we're going to see where it's going to go. It uh, Obviously, all eyes now shift to Aaron Rodgers, but for now, for today, uh, we can all give a tip of the cap to the greatness that is known as Tom Brady. Obviously, as much as we've joked about it today, we respect the greatness that got us to where we are as we speak. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. Tom Brady going to join Kenny and Carlin. Don't want to miss it. Thanks for hanging out with us on ESPN Radio. Listening to the Fitz and Harry podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays from noon to three Eastern on ESPN Radio, and you can watch on the ESPN app.